I can't even begin to say how important that is in a marriage because I don't care whether it's the way you did the dishes or that you forgot to pick up the cat, dog, child, whatever. I'm sorry has to be in your vocabulary as a married couple. This week, Dr. Noel Nelson joins us to discuss how words matter. Just like so many other things in relationships, we begin to take the language we use within it for granted. Here's how not to and what words we need to focus on to keep our marriage healthy and thriving. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the brilliant Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Um, ha- hello. Uh, so, Noelle, uh, for those tuning in for the first time, is a clinical psychologist, a consultant, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is a best-selling author of dozens of books. Um, you can get this and more information at her website, noellenelson.com. And today, uh, we are going to talk about words that make a marriage shine. So, uh, let me set the stage here. So, during a courtship, uh, we repeat our love and affection to each other endlessly. But you say, Noelle, that as the months and years go by, we get caught up in daily life uh, words. Uh, those tender sayings then begin to fall by the wayside. Can you give us some examples of what you mean by that? Sure. It, it's it's pretty obvious, really. Is it, okay, in the, uh, the courtship and then the first year or so, there's, if you will, time to be together. You make time to be together. And as such, you also make the words happen, right? The the sweetness, the tenderness, all that good stuff. Yeah. But then life kicks in. Uh, the mortgage is a problem. The kids arrive. Uh, you know, it go, the car breaks down, whatever. It goes on and on. And unfortunately, in the mix, it isn't that you love each other less. It has nothing to do with that. But the the words, the expressions of love tend to fall out. And the first one to go, believe it or not, are the words, I love you. Mm. We say it on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We say it on our anniversary. But maybe on the birthday, if you're lucky. But the daily repetition, if you will, of I love you just tends to fall behind, you know, we're out of coffee, um, the the kids are crying, whatever, whatever the, the thing is. Whereas if you want to really make your marriage shine, one of the primary ways of doing that is to start every day with, I love you. Mm. Now, it doesn't have to literally be the three words, I love you. It can be a kiss on, on the cheek, even love you, hon as you hand him or her their coffee or something like that. But a, a word or two or three that encapsulates, I love you. 
So that, that like positive expression is what we're talking about. Exactly. A quick, exactly. quick question on this, um, because it's 2020, um, and a lot of people communicate, uh, well, I'm just going to say, it. so a lot of people communicate through text messaging mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's interesting because I know I've talked about this in the past, but you know, 20 years ago when, uh, you know, the husband wife separate for the day going to their respective, uh, jobs and duties, uh, like they didn't talk to each other basically all day until they reconnected at the end of it. Right. And today, you know, basic couples text all throughout the day, like they're con- in constant communication. So Correct. Um, when we talk about not saying I love you, is there something more or less impactful about doing it face to face, making eye contact as opposed to sending a GIF and text message or sending a little heart emoji or just saying, I love you in a text message. Does that count? Of course it counts. The, what I'm, what I'm sort of hesitating about here is the whole idea is to start your day like that. Mm. So generally speaking, we don't lie in bed and text. Well, maybe we do. <laughs> I says she guilty of same. Yes. But, but it's it's kind of irrelevant. It depends more on the habits that the couple has acquired. Mm-hmm. But again, what we're looking at is trying to institute what you were doing, reinstitute what you were doing in those very early months and years. And probably you were doing more than texting. Mm-hmm. Right. So and I say it depends on the on the couple because there are, for example, for me, touch is very important. Okay, right. so if somebody touches my cheek or puts their hand on mine while they say "I love you," it means more to me. Mm-hmm. But that's everybody's different, right? So you have to kind of gauge for yourself what does your spouse respond most strongly to. The important part is try to start your day with that, and it has to be on the positive. Yeah. So I know, uh, we, we, everybody who listens to this podcast is, uh, likely familiar with, uh, Dr. Um, Gary Chapman's five love languages. Right. And, uh, one of those is like verbal and one of them to your point is touch. Yep. Um, if, if, you know, if your love language isn't like verbal affirmations, for example, um, is, you know, how important it are the verbal, uh, affirmations, even if that's not how you receive it best. Everybody, I I think Dr. Chapman's work is stunning. Okay. But we're all a mix. There is nobody that is a like touch only verbal only kind of thing. Yes. So in our culture, the verbal is highly used and respected. Therefore it has power in and of itself. But if, if, for example, you know that your your beloved's language is touch, well, you can always stick a touch with. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. Right? Now, yes. the problem is if it's gifts. <laughs> yeah. So verbal and usually works really well across the board, as does what you mentioned earlier, which is eye contact. Mm-hmm. Eye contact kind of works no matter what your love language is. Right. There are very few people who want to go through life with their spouses never looking at each other. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah I, w- I was just going to say, like, I'm so glad that you brought up that 
we like to be binary in, yes. in like how we categorize things. And right. it's always driven me nuts when right. people say that they're left brain or right brain. Right. It's like, no, 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 you use your entire brain. Well, Correct. let's hope you use your entire brain. Like, you're not, <laughs> really? You know, you, you're not one or the other. And, um, when people talk about like what personality type that they right. are, like they talk about the dominant type of personality because it's all in right. there. Correct. Um, yes. And depending on the situation, your dominant personality may recede a hair. Right. Because the situation is calling on other parts of your personality. I mean, I love being a psychologist, I got to tell you, because this (laughs) stuff is fascinating. And it's fascinating because it's not binary. Yes. So to come back to to the discussion at hand, yes, your primary love language, let's say, is gift giving, all right, or gift receiving. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not going to be your only, guaranteed. Therefore... The verbal, which is ubiquitous in our culture, is always handy. Eye contact, which is a form of touch, by the way, is always good. And most spouses enjoy some measure of touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a mix and match. Right. The important part is to start your day like that, not to wait till four in the afternoon and text, love you, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I love you. I think we, we, we've got that one down. That seems like a very good, easy one that people should follow. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's next? Well, the next one's a little bit more of a bitter pill to swallow, (laughs) which is to learn to say genuinely, let's underline that. Okay. Genuinely. I'm sorry. I messed up. Yeah. Now I said that in the most neutral tone that I can achieve on purpose because that's the way you want to communicate it. It's not, I'm sorry, or yeah, right, okay, so I'm sorry. I mean, we have variations on a theme there, right? But what you really want to convey is the authentic deep down truth, which is simply, I'm sorry, I messed up. I can't even begin to say how important that is in a marriage, because I don't care whether it's the way you did the dishes or that you forgot to pick up the cat, dog, child, whatever. I'm sorry has to be in your vocabulary as a married couple. It just does. Mm -hmm. The other part, the other half of that has to be, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, So with I'm sorry, uh, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Of course. Is it it important because it um, expresses respect or it expresses empathy or expresses um, validation that you see and hear your spouse? Like what, what, why is I'm sorry so important? Because it reminds both of you that you are a partnership. You are not a solo flyer. If you did something that caused inconvenience, problem, hassles, you name it for your spouse, you need to take responsibility for your part in that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry is an acknowledgement that you in some way even if you don't really get what you did yet, in some way disrupted the happiness, peacefulness, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. of your beloved. So it's an acknowledgement and is absolutely a form of respect. Yeah. I love what you added there because you mentioned even if you don't know what you did wrong. Right. And I think that's a, for a lot of people uh, that they're – there's frustration that goes along with it. Sure. Um, but I think, and this is something we've talked about in the past that when you have a solid, healthy 
relationship base, you can say, I'm sorry, not understand it. And the frustration will be there because you don't, it's not carrying all that other baggage of a poor relationship with it. And your spouse can then, uh, you know, open up to you about, you know, why they feel the way that they feel kind of a thing. And then you could hopefully get a better understanding of what it is that you, uh, have done wrong or, you know, whatever it was that may have affected your spouse. Right. And I think you, the word wrong is the word that causes all the trouble. Right. Because <laughs> when it was coming say, out of my mouth, I was trying to like stop it. <laughs> but that's it was, good. That's good. Cause it yeah. allows us to, to clarify this yeah. for our listeners, yeah. which is you can say, I'm sorry without either believing or thinking you've actually done something wrong. Mm-hmm. What you have done is somehow disrupted to repeat myself, the peace, happiness, whatever of your spouse. Now that may not be wrong. It may simply be a different point of view. Right. In other words, you preferred to, I don't know, pick up X brand of detergent and your spouse prefers Y brand of detergent. That's not necessarily wrong. It is simply you ignored or, or didn't even know about a preference. Uh, so as you were talking about that, one of the things that I was thinking was, uh, the word offend, because, you know, you can offend somebody Mm -hmm. without you necessarily being wrong in what you say or your, the opinion that you have, but other people might find it, you know, opposing. (laughs) Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. And as a matter of fact, uh, oh, uh, years ago, one of the phrases that we used a lot in, in, um, counseling patients was to learn to say, I'm, I, I'm sorry if I offended you. I did not mean to. Right. Yes. And it still is a great phrase. Yeah. My preference lately has been more to say, help me to understand. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's really important. Um, so, uh, I love you. I'm sorry. And I'm guessing there are more, uh, things that we can say. Indeed. And I think this is one that we may say unconsciously because it's, it's just sort of automatic, but we don't always open our mouths and and say it out loud, which is you made the right decision. That's great. Mm. Validating the other's point of view. Do you see? And if you don't quite understand is to go again with one of my favorite phrases. I, I want to understand how you got there. Talk to me. You made a great decision. Help me understand what brought you there. Those sorts of words. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, validation is one of those underrated things. Yep. Uh, and just in life in general. Uh, and I feel like part of it is uh, acknowledging and validating has kind of gotten a bad rap uh, based on the the whole pampering of the youth kind of stuff that we see out there, uh, where Mm -hmm. people rail against everybody getting a trophy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I I hear that part of the conversation, but I also think what it really comes down to though, is like validating the time, validating the effort, validating, you know, all the things that went into that process. Absolutely. Um, And there's no damage being done when you validate somebody for, you know, doing what they do or being who they are or saying what they say or thinking what they think or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, that's a really great one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And right behind validating comes sometimes the, may I help with that in any way? Mm. I like that. That's a further step, if you will, in validating, because it says not only do I think you're doing a great job here, but I want to support you actively, and I'm actually going to open my mouth and say, Mm -hmm. is there any way I can help you with this, support you in this? And that goes well with, you know, being a partnership. It does. (laughs) It does. Um, What about praise, Ah, generally speaking? (laughs) Well, you know me. I mean, praise is going to come right on the heels of appreciation. And praise is, I'm proud of you. Praise is, you make me so happy. Hmm. Praise is, you help me so much. Thank you. Praise is, you look amazing. Praise is simply saying things that are often in your heart, but you don't, once again, after three, four, five, 20 years, open your mouth to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, again, this goes back to one of those things that we talk about all the time, which is you, as time goes on, you become, you become more comfortable, uh, with your relationship. You become more comfortable mm-hmm. with your spouse, with mm-hmm. your friends, your family, and then you yeah. begin to take those things for granted. Oh, totally. And when you take those things for granted, uh, you, the, as we're talking this entire podcast about, um, the words go by the wayside, the actions mm-hmm. go by the wayside, the mm-hmm. validation, the praise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is just like a great reminder. And mm-hmm. it, so we, you know, Valentine's day, for example, mm-hmm. I have written a column, uh, where I basically talk about how I think Valentine's day is a great holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's a lot of cynics out there that think it's a hallmark holiday mm-hmm. and that it's, you know, all uh, the commercialism of, you know, whatever. Um, and that's true, right? Like people are cashing in on, on, on chocolate boxes, uh, or uh, heart shaped boxes filled mm-hmm. with chocolate. Um, but it is the reminder right. to slow down and connect and to validate and tell your spouse I love you. Like all the stuff that we were are uh, talking about today, like that's what Valentine's Day is. It's right. it is the we live in a consumer based society, and it's the entire apparatus of our capitalistic system telling you to say I love you to your spouse. Like I think right. that's amazing. So, anyways, it is. Uh, yeah, I just think. This, uh, these reminders are really good and powerful, even if they seem super basic. Well, and here's the thing is, you know, I, I'm very invested in, um, bringing forth amazing seniors, right? Right. That's one of the things I do. And along the way, I have come across couples who are celebrating their 80th wedding anniversary. So amazing. And more than one by the way. And what they invariably do is at that point in their life, they are still doing all this. And if anything, they are sweeter and more complete or mm, full in their expression because often everything else is pretty much gone. Right. The kids, not only the kids, the grandkids and the great grandkids are out there doing their shtick, et cetera, et cetera. An awful lot of friends have have passed on and they turn to each other. And because they have been a strong couple throughout, they are get even more tender and sweet together. It's just, I can't even tell you, I cry. It's simple. I cry (laughs) Mm -hmm. every time. It's so beautiful. But it reminds me that this stuff not only should not be taken for granted, but 
it can grow over the years such that if you have that great blessed good fortune of being together for 60, 70, 80 years of happy marriage, the end is even sweeter than the beginning. Mm. That's a... that's a that I mean that's that's really sweet and great and encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanna I wanna move to the last one here. Yes, uh, which is uh, and I know it's coming. Some words of appreciation. <laughs> yes, always, and it it ties right in with what you just said, Steve. Which is don't take them for granted. Just don't mm-hmm. notice whatever they do and voice your appreciation out loud. You're awesome. I love being with you. You're so kind. Not just how they treat you, but how they treat everybody else, right? I love how you think. I love the way you talk. We are such a great team. I mean, it's all those sorts of things. Appreciation isn't just, I appreciate you. Right. It's being specific about it, right? Even things like, you inspire me. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine hearing that from your spouse? You inspire me? Right. Yeah. That's all appreciation. Uh, and I will stop now because I can go on for four days and four nights about appreciation. <laughs> me too. Me too. I uh, like, I love this so much. And on like, this is, you know, what's funny is like, this is one of my guilty pleasures because I like to do this. Uh, and I know, uh, my wife loves it. Um, and mm-hmm. I also like to do it, uh, publicly uh-huh. because, uh, it makes her feel good. And it sure. also enables other people to feel okay about doing it themselves. Yes, that's great. Because I think sometimes we feel like, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't want to say anything publicly about, you know, whatever it sounds like bragging, but I'm like, I love it. I love it when you, because people don't seem to have the same, uh, apprehension about talking smack or cracking jokes about like, oh, the old ball and chain, like that stuff drives me nuts. Um, and it's funny because, uh, you know this, so my wife has her own podcast and she said some flattering words about me on it on a recent episode. Uh, uh, and somebody wrote in, uh, she has a very, uh, active, uh, <laughs> listenership and was like, uh, we don't need to hear about da 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 about your, your marriage. Right. And it was like, I hope that you get that offended when people say negative things publicly about their relationship or spouse right. or a bad date or whatever, but we right. don't. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah. I, I love the, the, the speaking of appreciation because it is, yeah. it's just, everybody just feels good about it. Yes, they do. So. And frankly, the person who wrote you probably was jealous. Well, I, every time I get, or see or hear anything like that, I always think like, mm, that's more about you than it is about me. Like yeah. I, know what we, I know what we have and uh, I feel pretty good about it. So <laughs> darn straight. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting softer in my old age and then I just think like, Oh man, like I wonder how I could help you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yes. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't get as offended as I used to where I just get standoffish. Um, Right. So, uh, this is, this is great, Noel. Um, I love this. I love words matter, like words matter so much. And I yes, think I we sometimes feel like it's squishy and soft and it's not a real thing, but it, you know, it's, it's your business. <laughs> yes. Words have like words a, matter. such a tremendous impact. It's, it's crazy. And I don't yes. think we give enough weight to it and how we can impact our relationship 
by just doing the simple things of saying, I love you, or I'm sorry, or validating, exactly. or I, I appreciate you and being specific, as you mentioned. Yep. Um, so before we go, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to add before we, we wrap this up? No, I just appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to this because I think, as you say, it, it's simple, doesn't cost a dime. There are no downsides to it. Anybody can do it and it works. Right, right. So with that, thank you so much, Noel. We will uh, wrap it up. So thank you for your time. It is always a pleasure. I love uh, having you on and look forward to doing this again very soon. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Um, and before we go, I do want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a clinical psychologist, a consultant, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad. Uh, Noel is also the author of over a dozen best-selling books. Uh, she mentioned it, Happy, Healthy, Dead, Why What You Think You Know About Aging Is Wrong and How to Get It Right. Uh, that one uh, tells uh, just... It's, it's, I, I've, I've raised, raved about it in the past. Um, check it out. You can find this information at our website, noelnelson.com. And with that, uh, book is also uh, the group that she has started called Meet the Amazings. And you can find that group on Facebook if you want to hear about these uh, 80-year marriage relationships and people doing like, really cool things, uh, super active lifestyles. Um, well into the 80, 90, 100 plus year uh, age range, still playing softball and swimming the English Channel. It's, it's, it's really inspiring. You can find that on uh, Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Meet the Amazings. Uh, and, and again, I just want to reiterate noelnelson.com. And of course, if you forget any of that information, you can find it on our website, hitchedmag.com, where we have our complete podcast archive, um, thousands of articles, our newsletter, and much more. So hopefully you check that out. And so with that, we're going to do it. Uh, that's going to do it for us this time. Until next week, take care, everybody. We're on top of the world tonight.